Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from November the 30th, 1991. Boy, we are almost finished with 91, only a month to go after this one. And, Doc, we have officially entered the birthday month. This will drop on May the 4th of 2023 on all podcast platforms may 3rd 2023 on youtube if you listen to us there it is our birthday month and it is the last month of 1991 how are you police okay that that was me honky mexican saying of police cumpleaños i've ever heard in my I'm life i'm down with my hispanic sisters and brothers especially the sisters okay um, <laughs> next you're gonna say they're like a coyote no i would never say that that's you see, you see that you see that's like a drug bro that's like a drug well, we, you know? well since we're here where is he the, we've got we this is it's not even a rib everyone this is hopper this is what he does us okay I mean, yeah, I want you to think I about mean, this could, for a second, he, Doc. He could be next, in the next 60 seconds, he could be on the air with us, or we don't hear from him tonight. Let's think about this. There have been, not many times, but a couple of times in the past where he'll text us and go, hey man, I'm home early. Y'all want to start? And it's like an hour earlier than normal. And, and we like, scramble hey. like, like somebody has entered our home with a firearm that we don't know to try to get to the computer to record early. And he's still 10, 15 minutes late telling us he's ready. Yeah. This is what we deal with. This is what we hey, deal with. There's no other way of putting it. He, this is the only situation in my life that I put up with this level of tardiness. <laughs> only. He better the be only. glad he's good at this. Yeah. Yeah, did you see what Sean Sparks sent me on Twitter or sent the show on Twitter? I don't know Twitter? who that is. Okay, so you're you're being funny. That's that, that that's 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 cute. Anyway, Sparks said, and I'm looking for it. Scrolling, bear with me. He said, "So let me get this. This is after I posted and dropped the Clash of the Champions episode that you can only listen to on Patreon at tinyurl.com/slash Patreon. Did he watch all of, but couldn't." join us until a third of the way in 
Sparks said to me on Twitter after I posted that show, so let me get this straight. Mike and Doc bent over backwards with the recording schedule leading up so Harper could be a part of the class review only for him to call in 40 minutes late. And then it's a uh, gif of Yoda closing his eyes and putting his head down in disappointment. I think we even recorded at 7 a.m. too. Yes, we did uh, back-to-back. The Saturday nights that preceded that, we did back-to-back starting at like 6.50 in the morning. And, oh, by the way, I left a soccer practice less than 25 minutes ago driving. Uh-oh. He's calling us. I don't know how many times I have to tell him this. It's not going to let me merge. Is it one less time than 8 o'clock start? Yeah, it won't let me merge. But I drove 80 miles an hour with precious cargo in the back on the highway to get home to be on time and made it on time. I'm just waiting for him to hang up so I can call him and then we can get this shit started. There it is. He finally hung up, everyone. So give me a second. (laughs) I'll add this asshole to this shit. It's like he's standing there poking you on the shoulder while you're talking to an adult and he's a kid. You know? (laughs) That's exactly. Hey. Exactly what Hold it up. is. Grown folks are talking. Hey, <laughs> it's like you got to tell a truck, shut up. He's in the back of the car. Dad, we there yet? Dad, we there yet? You turn shut around. Up. What? <laughs> and he's holding a box of cookie crisp cereal. He's like, I want this. <laughs> All right, put it in the fucking basket. <laughs> oh man! But no, I, we need him, him to get into the call. So dial him up. Let's get this going. I'm trying. I have, I have a few things to, to talk about here tonight. Okay. Well, while he's taking forever to answer, I want to give a special shout-out to our big-time patron contributors, monthly disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon and being the sponsors of this show. Uh, and also a shout-out to our uh, newest patron, Warren D. Thanks for becoming a patron. And if you want access to the Clash of the Champions and all of our other Patreon content, you can get that at tinyurl dot com slash patreon btt there he is he's finally on hey what's up nothing nothing living living a dream or what yeah well speaking of living the dream harper mike's in a bad mood why he thinks he's got this theory that the phone company's out to get him they probably are they probably are that's what i said they are I, I, I'm just tired. Okay, so I keep a phone forever, bro. That's just me. All right, I'm not. I'm not going to get the latest and greatest. You keep when, a car forever. You keep a phone forever. You keep a toothbrush forever. We know. So keep toilet paper forever. That's right. <laughs> anyway, I, the, my phone. I'm having problems getting texts, receiving texts. I didn't reset the thing. I did all the dumb shit. You. You know, restart, turn off. I, I've reset it completely. All the things that you would expect. Uh-oh. Okay. There you uh, go. All the things you're supposed to do. And the things still give me problems. And I'm tired of dealing with it. And these phone companies, I know what they do. They mess up these updates. They push things through that or don't push things through. And uh, they, they try to force us to get new phones. And, and I'm not here for their bullshit. Not when he's... Bro, you seen the price of cell phones nowadays? Yeah. It is ridiculous. 
Well, Mike's in a mood tonight. This should be fun because it's always yeah. fun when he he tries to no sell life and then all of a sudden he gets hot about some shit. So you gotta get a new phone now. No, I ain't getting shit. But if you don't he get a response via text, bang two rocks together from now on because he's too cheap to get a new phone. Come but on. If, but if but if you text me and don't get a response, that's why. How old is your phone? About five years. Oh Maybe fuck, bro. What what? What's old fuck, bro? What the hell does that mean? Phone. No, yeah, it ain't doing? that old. Brother, let me tell you something. The older I get, the more I hate a fucking phone, okay? I hate having a device on me that motherfuckers can reach me on, all right? Let's just be real here. Sometimes, not even sometimes, if my wife's home, I turn that bitch off and chunk it in the other room. That's nice. I know. What? What an asshole. What an asshole. <laughs> and Doc gets mad. What the hell do you think you are? Doc gets mad because I do that during football season. People need to be season. able to get a hold of you. Right now. <laughs> Doc gets mad because I do that during football season. He's like, bro, I'm trying to reach you. I'm right. sorry. If you need to get me that bad, you get your broad to contact my broad, and, and you can get in touch with me that way if it's well, that much year, of an emergency. Next year, we're going to do more, hey, why don't we have a BTT cookout and watch some football? That ain't going to happen. Why not? Right. Yeah, why not? Because I'm too lazy. Because I can't invite you over because you don't have a fucking phone. That's why. <laughs> That's bullshit. Oh, come on. You have a five-star review, don't you? Yeah, I was trying to. Once again, these phones, bro. I was trying to. Turn to yeah, see how are you uh, looking up this five-star review if you don't have a let phone? Me go to the, let me go to the, the, the gimmick. So this person, I think this is the second one they they submitted because they submitted another one unless it's just ironic but someone by, by the name of the vagina wisp had oh. posted a review sometime back a couple months ago now this person is the vagina whisperer uh, i'm just reading their handle you know he says or she or they says harper is the great I'm just saying, I don't know if this is a he, she, or they. So I said, he says, she says, they, whatever. I don't know. It so says, Pat he, says, whatever. Or a group of folks? Right. Or or it, like Pat on Saturday Night Live, like we talked about last week. Anyway, um, uh, Hopper is the great, greatness I need every Thursday night. And him reviewing Southeast Championship Wrestling would be a dream come true. Almost a Smoky Mountain redo. BTT continues to be the only podcast in my library. No doc required. Ooh, that's a shot. Oh, shit. Well, Why do they hate doc? I'm too I mean, white he, for them. He, he gets probably. on my I nerves, the, too. I lived the life they all wish they had. Oh, uh, there he goes. Yes. They're probably jealous of your, of your uh, education. And yeah. money. And money. And just about everything. Yeah. I don't live in a shack. No doc required. Okay. Well, y'all, y'all wait on Harper to get here so that y'all can listen to that every Thursday night. <laughs> uh, what other flips and dives, Doc? Before we, you know, start talking some wrestling. I don't think I have anything, man. We're coming off an A plus show last week. I'm sure there's going to be another one this week, right? Yeah. I hope so. So let's talk November thirtieth. 1991 Harper it is our birthday month more on that as we get into this That's show right, baby how yep, many we're how about many, to hit uh, eight years how many years is this eight this uh, we started 
the last week of May of 2015. Jesus, Jesus Christ. We were we kids. Hey, by the time this I, comes out, I will have had my shoot birthday. So I'm in my shoot birthday month right now. Well, there you go. Yeah. When this started, the oldest kid was 10. The youngest was 7. They're now 18 and 15. God damn. Mine slipping were away. Mine were three and not yet born. Yep. Because mm. I remember he when I had one. the second one, we were like, you were like, I don't know if you're going to be able to do this anymore. I didn't know how he was going to do it with an infant. But turns out that schedule wasn't as bad as this one. No shit. Go back the and be he's a baby. Got with, the, with the freaking whatever's going on with the, the fucking soccer. Were your kids we about had, to graduate? We had, we had, yeah, his is, but we had two soccer games for my seven-year-old this weekend. Saturday morning and Sunday morning. So your whole weekend. For the same kid? No, no, no. Eight o'clock kickoff. Oh, my God. 70 <laughs> miles from my house. Jesus okay. Christ. So we left the house on your Saturday <laughs> and your Sunday weekend at 6.15 in the morning. <laughs> both times. Ah. Sunday morning, it got, it helped us out by dropping 10, 15, 20 degrees from Saturday and raining during the game. That kid better try, try not to be freaking Pele. Pele. Not Pele. Pele. And, and Mike's about to have him a college graduate, right? I mean, a high school graduate. Yep. Yep. He's about finished. I mean, another month, but yeah. What's he going to do afterwards? He's got school checked out or what? No, he say he. I ain't putting no pressure on him. He don't wanna. He don't wanna. Uh, he don't wanna go in the fall. And I said, don't. <laughs> like oh, the last thing a, I'm uh, junior college or something. Yeah, that's what he's gonna do. But he wants to sit out a semester first. Yeah, I would at least go to like a junior college. Get a couple of credits under your belt. Yeah. Well, no, he he's not gonna go get to a four year. He's, he's going to get. He's going to a junior college where one, it's cheaper. Um. And two, nobody gives a damn where you finish your first two years at. Let me just put that. Yeah, but there. he's gonna get some credits. They getting that. That's what I'm saying. Though. Well, I said but, he's gonna get some credits, and you go, no. No, I wasn't saying no to that. I was just saying no. he's probably gonna sit out a semester. Sit it out, bro. And he's gonna keep working. Yeah, so he said. Because what he has learned, what he is learning, and what I we wish would have learned. Is that when the man gets their claw on you, they don't let go until they Bruh. until they draw back a husk uh, that was your your soul, and then it's over. That's it. That's it. Thoughts and prayers, dog. For real, the Booker ain't ever satisfied. On that note, we'll get into November thirtieth of nineteen ninety one. Uh, Saturday night on TBS. This was the second half of the center stage taping from November the 20th of 91. 775 people in attendance, according to the history of WWE.com. The intro of the show, let me get it going that way y'all can see it. The intro of the show starts with a sound bite from Sting talking to Jim Ross about what Luger did to him at the clash. More on that later, because I got to play that just so Doc can get pissed off. Jim Ross then welcomes us into center stage, and Jim Ross says, Arachnaman is wrestling stunning Steve today, and much more. Boy, Doc, he really set that table for a great, 
great hour and a half of wrestling on this Saturday night. I sit night down with and... Sting and Arachnaman. What could be better? <laughs> what oh, could boy. be better? Oh, boy. Jim Ross looked good, though. Uh, the first match is Johnny B. Bad versus Buddy Lee Parker. Jim Ross claims that Johnny B. Bad had a 58-2 boxing record and that at one time he defeated Razor Ruddick. Mm. I did not fact, fact check Razor that. Razor Ruddick? Uh, that's what Jim Ross said during the match. On PlayStation? Just, that's what <laughs> Jim Ross said during the match. He said Johnny had a 58-2 record, and at one point he defeated Razor Ruddick. Well, maybe mm. he beat him on a, the uh, Buster Douglas Sega Genesis game. That had to be what it was, man. <laughs> had to be what it was. Uh, oh, what the fool, Lord? Yeah, yeah. The women are putting money in Johnny's garter belt. They He's do getting look some of tips, age, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm gonna start wearing a garter belt, and no, maybe not. Come do on. it. Come on. Oh, you can't tell me this dude don't look like a brother, man. Look how dark he is. Bruh, I, 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 I don't get it. I, can't, I, can't. I still don't I'm... believe him. <laughs> I, I mean, think... he's not light nowadays. He's still got some complexion to him, bro. You think they made him extra dark? Like more than just yes. tanning? No, dude, because he don't. He's just tanned. I mean, he's just tan, man. Because it's not like you, whenever you watch his matches, it's not like you see spray tan coming off of him on other people's, you know, tights or whatever. He just tanned up. God, bro. I only said it because as he's, as he's getting them dollars put in him and he's next to them women, I'm like, God, he looks even darker than normal right there. I know. And he's. He says he's Sicilian. It was like he don't look like Tony Soprano. No, I could no. I, I mean, my grandpa was Sicilian as fuck, and he was not that dark. Well, Mark Merrow is, but I'm but Harper. I don't know. Have you ever tanned? Yeah. No. Wait, wait. What there, is this? There are some people who get in them tanning beds, and they get dark. So like the gym, tan, like when I worked out every day, and, and, and uh, I used to tan. Bro, there are there are dudes I've seen white dudes who tanned every day, and you know worked out tanned, and do, their skin, their skin damn near starts to look like leather. Like they get so dark, it, I, it's hard to explain. But I've seen some dudes. I'm like, God damn, you're dark. So I, I, I'm just saying, man. Like when I see him. That looks like a tan that he's getting from a tanning bed, and it it's it's not fake. It ain't sprayed on him. Anyway, Doc, thoughts on this match? Can I get right here? Watch it right here. 440. Mm-hmm. Was this miscommunication? Uh, yeah, it looked like Mark Merrill didn't know what was okay. being expected. Because he was trying to pick him up like a twirl and slam and – yeah, uh, Johnny just kind of went back down. Just no, he just sandbagged. He didn't like he didn't know what was coming, so he didn't he didn't go with it. And there's a knockout punch. Johnny B. Bad wins. Yeah, but it was a nice camera angle because we missed the shot. Run that back Denny's and gonna, see. Denny, yeah, he Denny goes company. and he goes and picks the oh, no. lips out of his crotch and puts it on Buddy Lee Parker's uh, cheek. Uh, 
I don't want that. You bar. <laughs> oh man, he's babyface now. Remember, if you're gonna do that to me, at least make sure it's a check for five thousand dollars. Oh, like they didn't smoke you, right? Yeah. Buddy Landell took a ball sack, sweaty yeah. check and stuffed it. What was <laughs> that for? Mouth. It was a good. Uh, beat the champ or something, wasn't it? No, yeah. it was that no. Mountain Mayhem Battle Royal they did in early Smoky Mountain when Buddy was first there. And Buddy, there was some controversy over who won, and Buddy was like, oh, you want the check? Oh, you want the check? <laughs> well, he put the check in his balls and <laughs> took the check out and and stuffed it in Tim's mouth. Oh, God. Coke yeah. sweat balls. His teeth probably fell out. <sighs> It was something. God bless Budro. All right, we keep going. Diamond Stud takes on Scott Allen. And um, there were some nice right hands from Stud on the outside as the match is starting because, you know, he threw a pretty good punch back in the day. Doc, any thoughts on this one? They don't go long. I just, I, you know, they, they brought everybody out last week for the Dangerous, dangerous Alliance. I feel like Razor would have been gotten more help out of that than stone cold i mean i don't i don't think they made a mistake putting that kid stone cold didn't want in to it. go did he no he went okay i don't think they made a mistake with stone cold but um i mean it wouldn't have hurt if diamond stud would have been in there somebody tell they me should have had him instead of uh bobby eaton Maybe, because you still had yeah. Zabisco and Orn, but Zabisco's trying to retire, probably. Man, Scott Hall looks like a million damn bucks, and they just, they don't have it. They don't know what to do with that. Come on. Yeah. They don't know what to do with him. I mean, look, look, well, I mean, I don't want to say what they're going to do with Kevin Nash. I mean, most people he's know, six, but. He's six, six, seven. He's built like hell. I mean, he's a good-looking fella. I, you know, he can wrestle. He throws a hell of a right hand. Yeah. Now you ain't gonna no argument for me. Shit. He hits the uh, diamond death drop. If I got fucked over as wins. much as Holland Nash. I'd have got hooked on Somas too. <laughs> no, but it makes you realize, like, I know people talk about how they had this attitude in WCW, and you know they. As far in terms of even before then, like how they they were a part of the clique or whatever. But man, if you get fucked over as many times as they did in WCW, wouldn't that give you an attitude too? Yeah, I'm just saying. Could definitely make you paranoid. Yeah, you wouldn't want to just do stupid. Yeah. I mean, remember right. when you worked at, when you worked at Burger King back in the day, and they messed with you? You go by and get you a chicken tender, and be like, "I deserve this." Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you gotta break the rules. For I'm real, I need this for the way I'm being treated. Yeah. That's right, damn it! I mean, right. look, I think you own something. I want to go yeah. sit in my '77 Skylark and go smoke a cool real quick. Fucking leave me alone. Exactly. Okay. Nobody <laughs> was smoking cools, but all right. <laughs> It was Newport, Harper. Get it right or a black and mild. That's a joke. Well, you want to talk about something that just makes you lightheaded. I'm black and mild. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, next segment, we go to Eric Bischoff in the w- WCW Magazine. They show a few replays of Steiner and Luger's feud and Luger beating Steiner at the Clash. 
And uh, Bischoff also plugged Star K91 Battle Bowl, the Lethal Lottery. Remember, if you want to check out our Clash review, which Harper joined about 40 minutes late, you can go to tinyurl.com slash BTT. Not only are the clashes there, but all the pay-per-views we've done to date. Over 400-plus Patreon-exclusive shows, including the video versions of these, are on Patreon. Tinyurl.com slash BTT. Doc, I know you don't like replay, so um, I just was going to keep the show moving. Did you want to say anything from the like uh, magazine segment? Bischoff is hokey, man. He's real young in these segments, and it's just like... Yeah, he looks like... A kid, real, yeah. He's a he is an infomercial host at this point. For real, dude. You think he was dying his hair back then? Yes. Hmm. No. At this point, I don't know. I don't, I don't really care. So. But he's hokey, and he's trying to sell me something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I kind of look at him more as just like a newscaster real, reading off of a teleprompter and yeah. not really a, not really a, trying to sell something. Yeah, like he's from like Inside Edition or something. That Yeah, yeah like something like that. Boy, you want to talk about things that, does stuff like that still come on? Yeah, oh, yeah. it comes on yeah. at 630 here. 630, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no idea. All right. All right, let's keep moving because Hopper's favorite wrestlers. No, it's okay. Harper's favorite wrestlers are up now. The Patriots versus Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton. <laughs> now, coming down the aisle with Arn and Bobby is Medusa. They just look really good coming down that hallway, even though I know y'all hate it. That's always stupid. stupid. Now, Doc, yeah, it is, Paul, Paulie, Paulie, I got I to gotta rewind because I got some, some timestamps from this one that um, are just very, very interesting. Paulie joins JR in commentary and he and JR immediately start like just yapping at each other. Like, mm-hmm. like JR, JR is not here for Paulie's shit, for lack of any other word. And there's just some truth. Like, we would have never known this back then, but knowing the stories now, we kind of know there's something to this. So I'm going to play the first one. Um, here's a little sound bite from you with uh, Paulie and JR going at it. Ladies and gentlemen. A former broadcast colleague of mine, Paulie Dangerously. Oh, yeah, rub it in. Former broadcast partner of yours and the rightful co host of World Championship Wrestling, Paul E. Dangerously. Thank you very much. Well, who invited you out here anyway? I don't need an invitation. I can come out here anytime. So, what is your purpose here? My purpose out here today is to observe Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton, the best tag team in the world. If you have a problem with that, why don't you get on the phone with Mr. Jim Hurd and get me fired again? Well, you can do it pretty good on your own, so I don't think you need any help from that. Nice good go behind there. Okay, so, Doc, do you remember us talking about that? <laughs> the whole situation with him getting fired and then, yeah. and then Jim Ross being told to call Paul or get in touch with Paul and, have you know, they needed Paul to come into the office and... Paulie calls and he calls Jr. But he calls from a Atlanta number, and Paul's like, "I'm not in town right now." And Jr. can see he's in town, so Jr.'s kind of in a rock and a hard place because Heard wants to know what the piss is going on, and and they need to talk to Paul about these plane ticket, alleged plane tickets being returned, and the money uh, being given back to them, you know, uh, refunded to the talent. 
It's a whole fiasco. We talked about it several weeks back on the show. But anyway, Paul Lee was doing some underhand stuff. He was he was working. Let's just say that. You think Paul's still working people just for the fun of it in WWE right now? Oh yeah. Hey, can I have he, twenty bucks? <laughs> you can't take that carniness out of him, bro. There's just, it's just That's not what I mean. You know what I mean? Like you're rich now. Yeah, but yeah. I still like to work. Yeah. All right, so now we got a second soundbite, which, I don't know, it may be better than the first one, so here's that. Jay, because more often than not, it is true, and if the Patriots could defeat Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton, it would be the upset of the year, and hey, let's give the Patriots credit. They're, uh, they are a great, great tag team, but they're not Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton. Lead to the midsection by Anderson, follows it with a left hand. I've said on many occasions, Anderson's the greatest tag team wrestler I've ever seen. But right now, he's in danger of getting pinned. High risk move, and Anderson comes up with a rather bewildered look on his face. Well, I think Anderson is tied for first place, and he's tied for first place with Bobby Eaton, which makes this truly a dangerous alliance because Eaton and Anderson have not only been the best of friends, but they've been the worst of enemies even this very year. Well, I'll tell you something. It's going to take a great effort to wrestle the World Tag Team Championship away from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Dustin Rhodes. Oh, well, hey, maybe it won't be Ricky Steamboat and Dustin Rhodes. Maybe they'll just put in Barry Windham again, and maybe Ricky Steamboat will have his wife come in, and maybe his four-and-a-half-year-old son come in. I mean, why don't they make up their minds? What's the tag team going to be? Well, that's a rather asinine remark, yeah, Paul. You yeah. know that Arn Anderson and uh, and Larry, the crunchers of Bisco, put uh, Windham out of action. We don't even know when Barry's going to be back. Yeah, it's asinine because you weren't victim of the fraud. Ricky Steamboat was not even in World Championship Wrestling when the contracts were signed. Well, you just want to make all the policy, and that's not the way it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be when I take over this corporation. Good move there by Firebreaker Chip. He may have. So the part that I wanted to play was when he starts talking about Steamboat with the wife and the baby. I mean, y'all remember that from the yeah, from the class or whatever. I had to note too. I was like, Bonnie got a mention. Yeah, he he like. So the part about that that kills me is Paul don't give a shit. He's just flying off at the fucking mouth, like. And the funny part is, like, that's kind of inside baseball at that point, but now everybody knows the stories. But making fun of Bonnie and Steamboat and even the kid, he brings a kid into it. That's kind of foul. He shouldn't have did that. But, um, I mean, that was the topic for discussion back then. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to these old-timer stories nowadays. So I just found Paul's really just interested on this, bringing up the kids and Bonnie and all that stuff. Um, anyway, so I got one more from this. <laughs> Paul, something Paul um, – uh, uh, says uh, to JR. Uh, it's coming up in a second. Here it is. By beautiful Bobby. Reversal. Back into the near corner. And a good elevated move there by Todd Champion. Goes upstairs with a drop kick. But you see, he didn't know how to follow through. And that's a mistake that Anderson and Eaton would never, ever make. Right now, he should be going straight for the pin, but Bobby Eaton knows to roll to the safety of his own corner. Well, at least you're not taking credit for the wrestling ability. I couldn't take, if I did, I'd be a liar, and I'm not going to ever let you be in a position to call me a liar again. Hey, tell me if this is a lie. Anderson and Eaton. Okay, he just told JR, I'm never going to put you in position to lie for me again. That's what JR had to do when he told her, <laughs> well, well, Paul's out of town. It's That's like, great. there's so much inside baseball here, it's, it's unreal. This is great. It is great, and what it really led was to, I made a note here, it's like, this really highlights for me that JR needs a dance partner in the booth, and it could be Paul Lee again. He's really perfect for him because he's such a good antagonist. Exactly. 
And, and that makes JR the everyman that's just good at calling wrestling. Yeah. And the, well, and the thing is, you know, I think, I think what JR is good at is like, he gets a little outraged with Paul too. Like he sounds like he gets frustrated with him. And when, when you sound like you're getting frustrated with the heel, like that's a natural reaction. Cause you know, there's people who just piss you off from time to time. And you're like, do we shut up? You know, and JR does that well with Paul. Like he really does. Um. Anyway, well, Doc, uh, did you have it? Well, uh, Jesse Go Ventura's going to be popping up soon, huh? Uh, yeah, Jesse is coming up in a few months. He'll be in. Remember when he did that fucking record breaker show that no one remembers? I have no clue what you're talking about. No clue. You say that. Yeah, it, it was these toy cars that you put batteries in them. They're both, and it was. You know, they would go all over the place. And they had a show that would come on after school called Record Breakers. And they would, these kids would race them on a track and he did commentary for it. And no what? one remembers that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember no, that. No one rem- Dude, I'll bring that up. No one remembers that. There it is. Toy cars about this, I don't know, I guess about as big as, like a shoe. They're like a, they're like a remote control car without... Or a remote, you just put batteries in them, and they would just ying, and then you just f- fucking go. And there was a show called wow. uh, uh, Record Breakers, where you would, where these kids would race them on a track, and he was doing commentary for it. Wow! It came on after school. Yeah, I got no recollection of that. Learning something new every day. That's it. All right, the finish of this thing, um, the ref's back is turned. Champion has Arn pinned. Eaton hits the Alabama jam on Champion uh, as Champion had Arn pinned. And and, um, Medusa comes in, and she hits a beautiful spin kick to Chip, knocks him out. And um, I don't know. The crowd really doesn't react, which maybe it's because it's the second taping and we're just not, you know, they're just burnt out at this point. I have no clue. But anyway, uh, that's how things wrap up with the finish of this thing. It's uh, to DQ. Um, watch this kick. Damn, I mean, she held back, but still looked pretty good. She was limber, dude. She got that yeah. leg up. At... Love me some Medusa. All right, let's keep moving. Um, we go to commercial. We come back. Jim Ross throws to a clip of Jushin Thunder Liger versus the Pegasus Kid a.k.a. Chris Benoit. Uh, any thoughts on them throwing us to Japan for Liger versus Benoit here? Well, Pegasus Kid. I love this. Yeah, me too. It's and here's something why. different. It's, that's exactly right. It is something different. It's still in that time when Japan is the other side of the world. This is a different world. <laughs> you like, I mean, this is... This reminds you that there's other wrestling because by this point, all your shit's been been pared down to WCW. We're in the WCW, WWF world. It's there's funny that. because you're like, it's still that time period where where Japan is on the other side of the world. Well, yeah. physically, Japan is still on the other side of the world, but but, but back now then, we're a global village, Mike. Jack, back then, Japan was was on Jupiter for all you know. That's right. It was just left of Mars. So, right. yeah, you you go over to Mars and hang a left, and there's Japan. 
Yeah. Nice moonsault at the end. It's a style of wrestling that unless you trade tape traded, you, you didn't know about, you weren't into two guys there that you, you probably weren't into. It's something new. All, all we knew about Japan back then was the magazines. And Toyota's. Yes. And yeah, and, and like Harper said. Toyota. <laughs> JYD. Oh no, we don't want no Toyota. Bruh, come on. Now you see how it feel when somebody trying to buy you. I'm going to make come that on, my ringtone. Wow. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Give him that look, Mike. He's he starts bucking up Michael Hayes in that clip. Give him that look, Mike. Give him that look. So Michael Hayes can do that sissy prissy like <laughs> kiss look that he did where he's like, Mwah. like, bro, what the, what the hell were they doing? They were they were it's like they were both high on national TV. Now you see how it feels when somebody trying to buy you. <laughs> Christ. All right, we come back to center stage. It's Cactus Jack versus Brian Pillman. And, boy, they don't really give him a, a ton of time. Uh, Doc, let me uh, go. Well, no, they, they gave him a few minutes. What am I saying? Yeah, can uh, I get Doc, 40, 40.05? Okay, so you have the same one that I have. Um, just about. We're getting into some on. big moves by some fellas here. Yeah. So watch this. It's going to be a belly to back by Pillman, and then Pillman comes from the stands to hit Cactus. And the last thing is Cactus suplexes Pillman outside and then sends him from the apron to the barricade. They're actually having a good little match. Um, there's the there's the. Uh, Can you play it uh, again where it doesn't skip? It didn't skip on my end, but okay. Oh, I think it just skipped on yours. Yeah, it's not skipping. Damn. Yeah. No, they are on pads, but but watch Pillman coming off of these steps. On the cactus. I mean, he's he's I didn't up there. See what he was coming off of, but yeah, the ramp. He 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 he's he's up there. And cactus this is not a, a lot of room. WCW Saturday Night Match. No, nah, not at all. No. They, Kudos they're, they're going to at these it. fellas for getting after it in a different way too. Here comes another bump, bro. This has always looked painful to me. I hated this. I hated it. Yeah. I hated this suplex to the outside. Cactus is on the apron. Pillman's on inside. Pillman gets suplexed to the outside. I Because you can't take a flat. You can't. Let me guess. You can't take a flat back bump. And the minute you don't, then you could like pull or hurt yourself or extend something trying to land right. I took that before. The thing that scares the shit out of me and then watch Pillman take this bump off the apron. To the barricade. Yeah. He hit that barricade. When you take that suplex to the outside, one guy's on the apron. What always will worry me is, I mean, back in the day, the indies I had was on. They didn't have no mats on the outside. I would always be worried about my heels hitting that, even with boots on, hitting that ground hard, because it, it will sucks, send a bro. shock. It, bro. There's, I seen dudes break their fucking feet like that. You ever had break your a heel? Your feet bruised. Yes. yes. Yeah. But that's what happens when you take that suplex. And, and I mean, because you're not going to land on your back. You're coming down probably on your feet. And if you, you bang your heels, man, that shit hurts. Mm-hmm. But these two are bumping their asses off because here comes Cactus with the hip yeah. on the, you know, off the apron. They're just going at it. They're, they're just 
beating hell out of each other. I mean, it was a good little match. It, there are big it was high intensity everywhere. Cactus is shrieking every couple of minutes, which is great. Well, problem with this match, they're, Doc, they're is working, bro. We're about to see the problem. Yeah, there's Cactus there's drops the elbow. Be a problem. And then we get this weak ass Van Hammer coming in oh, yeah. with a weak guitar shot to Cactus to the throat. Now Cactus Jack has taken bumps off of stages, off of aprons, flat back bumps, and lived to tell about it. And I'm supposed to believe that weak guitar shot was enough to knock him out. I came with this dude, man. Van Hammer's about to start getting the fast forward button on these shows. Come on. No, no, he's no. He's a rock star. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. We gotta keep moving. It is time for Arachnaman versus Steve Austin. Mr. Peanut. Look, look how press Mr. Peanut. Here he comes. He's about to shoot his stuff out of his. Oh boy! People are just now cleaning up from Johnny B. Bad a few matches ago, and here comes this nonsense. <laughs> this is worse than Johnny B. Bad. All that. Oh Come yeah, God, this is a million times worse. Why don't they just have somebody that shoots straight glitter on everyone? I will never forget the Smoky Mountain show when they tarred and feathered Ricky Morton. Oh yeah. <laughs> And Harper was like, you can tell we're getting old because Harper's like, man, somebody's got to clean that up. Yeah, but those guys knocked that shit up off the fucking floor. Somebody's got to clean that up. You know what that shit was? And you know Corny's sitting there freaking out because it's in the high school, you know, on the Mm -hmm. basketball court. That's what I'm saying. I think I asked him about that. I was like, you know, is that why you did it on the floor? Because you didn't want it to mess up your your canvas? And I think he said, yeah. Oh, man. Ugh. Yeah. All right, Doc. So Rick Rude joins JR on commentary. And at one point, Rude says, looks like Steve is in a rest hold. He was, he was instead, of, instead of just calling the hold, he goes, yeah, Steve's got him in a rest hold. <laughs> on the commentary, I thought that was great. And uh, the last thing, Rude says, you know, this Arachna man, his moves look familiar. He Who also knows? said before that, he said, what's the deal with this Arachna man? And <laughs> I was hoping he'd follow it up with, you know, he looks like a fucking peanut. Our old school uh, Ruffles bag. Remember the Ruffles bag from the 80s? Yeah. That's what the, that was the, the, that was the print. I think it was Ralph. Oh, oh, or it, it was Lay's. But I think I, I think you nailed it. I think he looks like the peanut. That that his looks head like looks like peanut, the peanut. Bro. Yeah, the hat and that little the fucking one eye thing. We fucking call it the monocle. Yeah, give him a monocle. The fucking top hat. <laughs> how much more fun of him we'd be making fun of if he had the top hat and the monocle with that goddamn outfit <laughs> on. And he and goes out throwing peanuts out to people and it's got a peanut allergy fucking Bruh. starts fucking drooling in the front row. Honest to God, it doesn't look like a Spider-Man type outfit. 
it, no, nothing about it says insect. Like or yeah, I, yeah. It looks I like mean, a even, net. Yeah, right. It doesn't. It doesn't look like a web. Uh. Uh-uh. I was thinking that before the match, Stone Cold was sitting across the the ring, looking at him like, "So, what are you, kid? Some kind of fucking spider?" I mean. Stone Cold shame. is always shame what they did to you, Brad. But come here, I gotta lock up. <laughs> Man, Stone Cold always talked good about Brad on his old show. Oh yeah, he and loved he was the Brad. most charismatic guy ever until the red light came on. Kind of like I've you. been listening to yep. his old old podcast one stuff lately when he had Missy Hyatt on air. Yeah. Yep. He um he 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 used to put Brad over all the time. He's like that dude was great. He was like he had the greatest personality in the world until the red light came on. But I mean, he always did compliment his wrestling ability. But he looks speaking, like Peanut Head here. Speaking of podcasts, did y'all hear Ric Flair on? No. Oh. Uh, Do I need to? I I did one. this weekend. He, bruh. I I, I, I okay. Here, here's the thing, and I I, I don't want to get pulled from YouTube as I'm saying this. So let's put it like this. Um, because you say that person's name, they they flag your freaking video. I'm just putting oh. it out there. You said it a second ago, so hopefully that one will fly by and it won't get um, Joseph. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, okay. the dude, it's Flair and and Joseph's friend, who's a comedian, and the dude is a hardcore wrestling fan. I, I he really is a hardcore wrestling fan, but his fandom is WWF. He. He don't know nothing about history in the past. WCW, Mid-Atlantic, no. all yeah. that stuff. So when you hear him talking about it, he's he's pumping up flair with these different things, but there's a lot of factual inaccuracies from that dude to flair in it. Uh, and that was my take on it. Yeah, I mean, but says, it's he says flair invented the, the figure four. I was like, no, he didn't. Right. I said that into the fucking radio in the car. I was like, "You didn't know what the fuck are you talking about?" Right. Flair invented the figure four. I, yeah. Bruh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And fucking Hogan invented the fucking leg drop too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hogan invented wrestling while we're at yeah. it. Yeah. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. so like he just doesn't. The dude just don't know. He's a he is a straight up WWF guy, and he's young. He's not like he's not our age. That dude. So, you know, I mean, but. He's not a historian, nor has he looked at the anything beyond. I mean, he just don't know. Like before, Flair gets there and wins the Rumble. He like he he knows he a little bit, but he, he don't he doesn't know the real Harley history Race because he kept bringing up Harley Race. He's probably like, who's that? Oh yeah, that was the yeah. Game. He kept bringing up Harley, and the, they yeah they they both were clueless. But see, that's the thing. Joseph don't know nothing about wrestling. I that know. is a. Bro, he is so clueless about wrestling. <laughs> Clu- Let me tell you, I told Doc this a while back. I finally got around listening to Rick Rubin on that show. Rick Rubin, for like the last 30 minutes, is talking about Smoky Mountain Wrestling on that podcast. Rick is laughing at him. Shit, I said it again. I'm going to have to edit this shit. He's laughing at him. Like He's like, are you serious? <laughs> you serious? <laughs> and I'm like, and, and Rubin is being like, no, I, he's like I, I, I funded it. He's like it was it was a wrestling promotion, and uh, J- 
Jim Cornette pretty much ran it. And he was talking about Corny on it. And 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 Joseph is laughing. Laughing. <sighs> I was like, he just don't know. He and I'm thinking to myself, damn, I want to talk to Rick Rubin. I got questions. Yeah, for real. So yeah. It, I don't think it's like if you're a wrestling fan, a true wrestling fan, there's nothing in that show that you, you needs to be you're Jones in the here. That's just my take. What okay, about you, Hoffman? But go listen to Ruben. Ruben is interesting <laughs> because Ruben is talking about SMW on the biggest podcast on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> that is that to me just like wow, um, it just blows my mind. Bro, if he had Cornette on there, his Joseph's head would probably explode when he's dropping knowledge on him. You couldn't do that. You'd have to bring on somebody else to lead that conversation. Because they'd both try to out-alpha each other. I, I don't know if it's that as much as Joseph doesn't have a clue what to ask in those situations. That's true, Bert, huh? He could be like, you gotta, I, shot a, I shot an elk and it's in my freezer. Would you like to try something? <laughs> God <laughs> and, damn. And Corn, Corn, God damn, you murdered animals, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, you'd, you'd need somebody to guide that. That's why, see, Harper, I don't know if you caught that during it. That's why that dude had to be there he's the, to have. I told, I told Tiffany, he's basically, he's the translator. That's what it was. The dude, yeah. He was the translator, but he, he, he was translating a version of wrestling that right. that ain't like, I mean, I know Flair spent a lot of time in, in the WWF and E. But Flair will always be a Mid-Atlantic WCW guy to me. Yeah. Yes. He He'll made it. be the NWA, you know, the 80s. Yes. So, like, he's like, it would be like, you know, in Spain, they speak a different type of Spanish than than in South America. It, it right. literally is, the, it's, it's a little different. Right. It's like, it's like an American accent someone from australia exactly so that dude was the translator you 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 nailed it and and it wasn't even good translation anyway all right uh doc did you have anything else on uh Rackman and austin austin wins obviously yeah he sprayed it with a can of raid and he started kicking all over the place <laughs> come, come on, on. <laughs> That's yeah, well, at least it was that's not sensitive to all of our fans who identify as arachnids come on <laughs> <laughs> all right we go to commercial we come back tom zink is wrestling john peterson fast forward zink hits the super kick and wins that means you watched more of it than I did. <laughs> I, I, I can't with this dude, bro. I just yeah. can't. He's around See, for a while after this. I didn't realize how long he's he sticks around. Yeah, speaking of things I can't do. Oh, the Nicholas Mike and his dad get the Malcolm X hat on. <laughs> speaking of things that you're going to do is you're going to sit here and listen to Sting. How much? Jim Ross is... How much would on, I have to pay you to not? Hundred bucks. Pay pallet to me right now. No. 
I gotta play it just so. Let me go to this now. It's Jim Ross interviewing Sting. It's a formal interview. And uh, just, I'll stop it after two minutes, Doc. And then we'll discuss. And then I'll play the other two. Here it is. I really want to thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to uh, talk with me and talk to the fans here on World Championship Wrestling. And I think the first question that we all are concerned about and the first question we'd like to hear you answer is, uh, what is the status of your knee? Well, Jim, uh, the knee the knee is okay. I'm, I'm going to be fine. It's just the thing that's just strange about all this is, is whenever I come up against any, any opponent, for some reason they always want to go for the weak point on the body, the knee, so-called bad point on Sting. And, and I had major surgery. Everybody knows that, reconstructive surgery, and there was a chance that I might not ever come back. But the thing is, it was fixed, and the therapy was done right. I came back the way I should. It was 100%. Anybody who takes a clip like that from a man the size of Lex Luger is going to be down. And, yeah, I had flashbacks, wondering if maybe I was hurt bad again. But the knee is fine, and I'm going to come back 100%. The WCW Championship Committee has signed a rematch between Ravishing Rick Rude, the current U.S. champion, and yourself. Uh, I know you're preparing very diligently for that matchup, but what are your thoughts as it relates to Rick Rude going into this rematch? Well, it's obvious that, that uh, Rude did not get to see Sting at 100% unleashed, wild, and crazy, and, you know, the way I get. He hasn't seen me like that yet but he will see me like that. He made a comment that nice guys finish last. And I know that after watching the Clash of Champions, there were thousands and thousands of little stingers that were very, very disappointed at uh, what transpired during that match and primarily before as well. If you could say something to those uh, youngsters individually or collectively, what would you say to them right now? I do, I do feel that, that I let them down. I feel that uh, anybody behind the stinger w w was let down, okay? Maybe I wasn't given a fair shake, but I'm, I'm not going to cry the blues. I never have, and I never will. The bottom line is the U.S. title is no longer around my waist. But like I said before, he's never seen me at 100%. And, and I know where he came from, and I know his style and everything else. And I've warned him that by the time we get into the ring, and I am 100%, and I'm going to look at him in the eye and say, Welcome to World Championship Wrestling. There's no goofing off here. And when he finds out, when I'm 100%, that I'm not goofing off, maybe, just maybe, he'll find out, and everyone else will find out, that nice guys maybe finish first. Jesus Christ. In regards to Lex Luger, the heavyweight... All right, let's stop for a second. Fucking, let's more. just move on. <laughs> Doc. Everything oh, I've been ahead. saying about this guy seems to be true, No. I thought this was a commercial for sunglasses. That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> You've got the new Ray-Ban 150s. How does yeah. it feel to be wearing them inside like an asshole? <laughs> Are you saying this is a heel type move to be being interviewed in darkness with sunglasses on? I'm yes. saying we used to crack on Kerry Von Eric and this guy's 10 times worse. Oh, come on. He's not even high. I think you're right. going a bit far now. I don't, I'd rather party with Carrie and then listen to him cut promos. I think you're going a bit far. First of all, this is terrible, terrible booking because if the redeemable quality for Sting is that he's for the kids, 
then he's trying to make too much sense here, but he has no charisma in doing it, and he's not doing his little yell, which is for the kids. So you're putting him in a bad spot, and he's not delivering. Well, he talks about having a – he goes on to talk about having a rematch with Rude, and, you know, Rude didn't get his best because he was dinged up and blah, blah, blah. This, this didn't like breathe watching, any life into this episode. Let me just say this that. This is like watching, not watching Tom Zink wrestle. This looks like a commercial right here. Not waiting for him to, you know, sell speed stick or fucking sun kiss or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't really add much to this document. I just knew it would make you angry. That's why I wanted to play it. I don't know what the fuck he's trying to do, but it, it's not working. Okay, we'll move on then. Um, hey, man, this might be your next world champion. That's all I'm saying. I was waiting for you to say, we got to go through that again. That's when I quit. I told you. No, no, no. When we get to this 92, I'm out of here. Yeah, okay. We'll As someone review. told me on Twitter, I'm I don't know who it was. going to go to the Joseph show and review the 92 Rumble. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. <laughs> we continue. Uh we get the WCW top 10 with Tony Schiavone, and then we go to Mr. Hughes versus Johnny Rich. Uh, we get a headbutt by Hughes and then a big slam, and Hughes uh, wins by pin. Doc, did you have anything from that? Can you call, can you play with sound 113.30 and listen for what JR says? He needs to go to some sensitivity training. All right, so 113.25, here you go. Trying to hit those power moves early, and he caught Rich right in midair. There's a backbreaker. I don't think this big animal knows how strong he is. Bro, he just called Mr. Hughes an animal. Come on. He's just looking for race everywhere. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to... I don't I don't know if I'd say he needs yeah. to... Like, but he, said, he, is, he said that my before. My job as a white person to protect black people. He okay, boy. Yeah. He has said that. That's what that's what being an ally means, Mike. I pointed out he, when I see it. I don't just sit on the okay. sidelines of right. the race war. We're I'm in, in this the, together. I'm on the, I mean, yeah, we're in this together. I'm on the okay. battlefield with you. Yeah, you're just trying to piss. You're you're just trying to piss people off right now. I know what you're trying to do, <laughs> or you're trying to excite people. About. I'm trying to bring us together as a as a okay. as a human race. Bruh. He has said that same stuff about Scott Steiner before and Rick Steiner. I've been watching fucking Mork and Mindy on Sundays. Oh, God. And that, I forgot how hilarious that show is and how funny Robin Williams is. And it's just, and there's one episode, well, it comes on Pluto TV, and where he joins the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, Jesus. But, like, he doesn't realize it. And it's not the Ku Klux Klan. They call it something else. And instead of, you know, they got the hood, right? But it's got, but the hood has, they got, like, Batman ears. I guess to separate them from from the KKK. And they find out that the girl, Mindy's Polish. Like, that, like, that's the thing. She's a, she's Polish. So they trash their apartment. So Morph oh. goes to their meeting area and he uses his little space magic or whatever and he destroys shit. And then when they come in, 
They got the hood on with the pointy fucking ears. And he uses his space magic and he turns them black. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, it's fucking hilarious. Jesus. Bruh. I was like, God. what the fuck am I watching? This is fucking hilarious. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Bruh, stop. TV. God. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't expecting that. Bruh. No, that was an unexpected turn. Jeez. Shit was hilarious, bro. But, he turns but, but black. I, so they take the hood off and they're like, what the hell? I'm black. <laughs> Jesus. So they freak out and they're like. Yeah. They're like losing their shit because. Uh-huh. Right. Because wow. they're racist. And <laughs> so, it, so the joke's on them. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I'm watching it and they, they take off the hood and it's a black dude. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. The black guy's like in a race group? And that's when, oh, he turned them into black people. He uses space magic. Yeah. To turn space them, magic. He had to turn them into black people. <laughs> to get to get back at them. Oh. Yeah. Dude, you can't. Man, you turn on them old shows. Hmm. Stuff that you didn't even think. Oh, yeah. Just smacks you in the face. And you're like, God damn. Dude, I was watching one of the old Rockford files. He called one guy the F word. Oh, that doesn't shock me. Yeah. Yeah. I like George Jefferson, though. He, oh, he, yeah. That dude's something. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Call a Tom Honky. And <laughs> he said it in such a derogatory manner. All right, <laughs> let's go. Doc, I got to play something for you here. Uh, after Mr. Hughes wins... We have a WCW Magazine commercial with PN News. Subscribe today and save some pay. Just remember I said that. Here it is. It's the new World Championship Wrestling Magazine. Awesome! And with 68 pages, we've tripled our size. It's really big. With more inside information. I can't believe they printed that. And you can save 33% on your subscription. Yo, subscribe today and save some pay. On newsstands worldwide. (laughs) You don't like that, Doc? No. Subscribe today. At least he said subscribe and not subscribe. Okay. I don't appreciate you picking on Harper like that. Wow. Harper, he makes fun of you at work all the time. That's all I'm going to say. That's not true at all. All right. We'll continue. We are almost done with this week's episode of Saturday Night. We go to Ricky Morton and Terry Taylor versus Dustin Rhodes and Ricky Steamboat. Jim Ross does say this is for the WCW World Tag Team titles. Doc, let me go to you. This is going to eat up the uh, last 10 minutes or so of the show. I've lost interest in the York Foundation. Yeah, you said it last week. It's Tommy Rich and Ricky Morton for the most part, and Terry Taylor's. Yeah, they're done, man. Seems to be just about on the outs and. I mean, once IRS left. I mean, I I, I can buy Terrence Taylor with the suit and sure. stuff. Like I, but but you start bringing in Thomas Rich and Ricky Morton from 
you know, hillbillies from Tennessee. And that's not a disrespect to hillbillies. It's just, I don't know. Doc's been saying it for months. It just don't work. So they, at one point, they look at the computer. <laughs> thinking, what is on a wrestler's computer in 1991? Nothing. <laughs> I would have said. Word process? <laughs> I would have said nudes. Rat phone numbers. I mean, okay. They so here's had another. That shit back then, huh? No. Here, here. Okay. I'm gonna call Tammy. That's more, her number in that thing. Which is more interesting, a wrestler's computer in 1991 or a wrestler's phone in 2023? Oh, mm. wrestler's phone in 2023, man. Yeah. So they're still scumbags. <laughs> Come on. Some of them. Were, they're, they, I'm glad you asked that. I really think like there's a segment of pro wrestling indies and even on the higher levels that, yeah, it's a cleaner, it's a much cleaner business, but you all, you're never going to get rid of all the scumbags. Why would you want to? Because the ones that are doing criminal things. Bro, not criminal things. Yeah. Not like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta define what you mean by dirtbag stuff. If you it's mean like and shit like that from some random yeah, chicks. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about some mud show idiot who acts like he's nailing dimes and actually he's nailing half a pennies when he leaves the building. Oh, cool. yeah, that's. I mean, if it's off, like you know, consensual stuff, then sure, yeah, that type of stuff, whatever. But if you you talking criminal stuff? Nah, that shit don't need to be in there. But you're saying that there's still guys that'll be banging mommy when the baby's in the crib across oh, yeah. the room. Yeah, I mean that's consensual adults, man. Now she should put her kid in another room, and that's her fault. Not be... wrestling. That yeah, well, I don't know, bro. That's kind of dirty, man. You winking at the kid behind the so it's not crib criminal, bars. but all of a sudden you have some some morals. I got yeah. it. Think of the kid no wonder you. I think we figured out why you never made it in the wrestling business. You had too many morals and principles. The kid's pacifier falls out of his mouth. And he's like, while you were in mid form, you just fucking reach down to the ground and give it back to him. <laughs> Here you go, little buddy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that, is, that story is dirty, man. <laughs> I cannot. Every time I see Pillman, this is one of the first things I think of. This dude was plowing a, you know, thirty-year-old woman with the two-year-old in the crib, and he like winked at her. That little look, he gives the babies, hey, <laughs> mid-stroke, hey, yeah, hey. Oh Jesus! God, what a class act. Go Bengals. Mama's like, <laughs> you know the bang. mama's the mama's like shut up little Dylan we're gonna try to get some of that Ted Turner money <laughs> you didn't hear what Harper said go bangles <laughs> emphasis on bang huh <sighs> yeah I see him right now Monday bro yeah they're looking at you the know, computer I could you, you know I could do that I could be like your miss Elizabeth Doc, the the match is going on, and Terry Taylor and Alexander York are looking at the computer right now. Right. Yeah. I, typed up my, I typed up my resume on here. 
Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, what else you got from this match, Doc? Nothing. Wow. Nothing? Really? Nothing. Come on. It's a tag team title match, right? Yeah, it sure is. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So the finish, um, uh, Steamboat is, starts taking kind of the heat near the end. He tags in Dustin. Dustin slams Morton. Uh, Steamboat with a karate chop off the top to Morton. And all four guys are in the ring. Dustin knocks Taylor out of the ring, which is key to all this. Rhodes is back in, and he hits Morton with a big lariat. Taylor and York are on the outside arguing. They kind of argued earlier. So Ricky is in there getting double teamed by Steamboat and Dustin. Uh, Steamboat then hits a cross body off the top rope on Morton, and Morton and Taylor end up losing. So they're continuing to kind of like tease some more dissent and some problems in the York Foundation especially as it pertains to Terry Taylor and what's really going to happen. I mean, the York Foundation goes on a little longer, but, man, I think I'm with y'all. It's pretty much dead already. It's just yeah. not really formally dead. So there's that. But, yeah, um, Morton and Taylor technically lose, and that's uh, that's how this thing ends. Doc, any other closing thoughts on this match as uh, we wrap up the uh, review portion of the show? I was quick. Yeah. It was. Doc? No, nobody cuts promos on this show, so there's nothing to talk about. Man. Well, we got that long sting one. Yeah, that was great. No, the, you right. That was the interview. We didn't have no promos. We had Paul E on, on the match, and that was it. But there's no real color. promos. Yeah. All right. On that note, uh, before we get out of here, remember... In order to check out the Clash of the Champions that came out last week, go to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. You'll also get all of the WCW pay-per-views we've done dating back to 1987, 86. I can't remember which one. And uh, you'll get all that, plus the ECW show, the NWA Power Shows, and everything else available, such as the Tales from the Territory series that Doc and I did last year, late last year, every single episode of Tales from the Territory. And uh, Doc, I hear there's a new season of Dark Side of the Ring coming out. We'll have to see Let's how that it. goes. Um, so tell you what, I, I, I reviewed... What's going to be the topics? I didn't even see. Wild, somebody told me... Wrestling. Somebody told me <laughs> JYD was on one, and then I saw the topics, and JYD was not listed. Fuck I, I see somebody. It was more than one person mentioned JYD. I was like, I don't see JYD on there. Uh, so we'll have to see. I, I saw the list, and now I'm drawing a blank. Um, Doc, I did review... Uh, the Dusty episode with Crockett on Patreon. Oh, really? It's pretty good. I want to do the Sheik one with you, but I just don't know if you got the time to do it. Yeah, I got to finish it, too. I'm only halfway through. I haven't seen that the, is a, uh, the, the uh, Yokozuna one yet. I haven't seen it either. Dude, Did you see the Sheik one? How, yeah. I watched the Sheik one. It's like an hour and a half. I watched it on that Hulu Plus. And the commercials, it felt like this shit was five hours long. Holy shit. I could fast forward through the commercials on mine. Oh, you got the premium subscription, but you can't afford a phone. There you go. Um, first off, it's not that much money for no. Who Live with no ads. I don't, so Bruh, I don't, I I don't just, know what dude, you're trying to get at. It, it was just so long. Bro, that's... <laughs> the fucking Dusty one was good too. 
And we Dustin wouldn't know. We'd have to ask Mike Crockett. Oh. Dustin one was excellent. It was good. Yeah. But I really enjoyed the chic one. I, I really enjoyed the chic one. Bruno one. Oh, really? God. Darren, do we run in here? Well, Bruno, bro, the original chic. That'll be fucking cool. But they'll never do it because he's, you know, because he wasn't there. I'm thinking after tonight, Pillman needs one. That would have to Here's be a reenactment so, of him plowing some broad. <laughs> well, Pillman did have a, they did have a Pillman um, dark side. That's a dark side, yeah. But I mean, fuck, I don't. That just gets kind of depressing, huh? I, the, you he know, just the, focus those, on on just negativity. Yeah, those dark the dark side of the ring one. Like the only problem with that show is like I I do appreciate them looking at the 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 literal dark side and deep yeah you know stuff but man you kind of gotta you gotta drag it into a happy ending or else it's it's a very well, and then, depressing and then they, thing they went in hard on flair with that girl that looked like she was the biggest baby face ever and it turns out she was a jewel thief <laughs> it doesn't okay i agree i agree with you there it turns out she wasn't a saint well, at the see, same time it doesn't it doesn't finish it she was stealing jewel CDs, not actual no. jewels. No. I thought it was that she was stealing jewel cases for blank CDs. Yeah. Look, you you can be a criminal and still be a victim of something. I two things can be true, but right. it didn't help. It didn't help the narrative. It it you're absolutely right. That's the problem with that. Once it becomes out that oh you oh you have a criminal record. Yeah. Like people don't have, you don't have put a it this way. Education to go with it, right? Like New Jack, but 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 the thing is, you can have a criminal record. The problem is, you just lost the empathy that you earned, right? Or seem to have. Yeah, what's to say people and don't show up to court with dirty hands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you come out. You you're trying to make it look like you're just, you know, yeah, like white, you're like Snow White, this poor innocent. You're stealing. Doc's mom's pearls. Right. That's a problem. I'm sorry. I'm going to judge you at that point. <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It, we knew Flair was a pervert, but you allegedly. <laughs> but but you're trying to present yourself as just this pristine. Now, wait a minute. Yeah, like she's June Cleaver. and <laughs> You know who came off looking worse than anybody in that episode? <laughs> Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he feels honest. Well, no, but <laughs> you're, I'm like, I, yeah, the, the thing that worries me about that show, too, is they can make you look worse than you look oh, or better yeah. than you look because they can edit things certain Think ways. Think about that in every single TV show that you watch. That's what I'm saying. So like they play that, you know, eight second clip of Tommy Rich just coming off sounding like an animal. I'm like, dude, you sound terrible. And the thing is, I'm not trying to say I think he was wrong to say that, but at the same time, I want to listen to the first five minutes before that and five minutes after. That way I can get the full context of that comment. Because, no, dude, he that. said, that he sounded like sense. a, but he, 
I ain't trying to take up for him because he sounded like a straight up animal. <laughs> like it was like, okay, so Flair never showed you his thing, and all right, so that you think that makes you like you're not a woman, Tommy. I mean, you don't, you know, you don't have what he like. I, it just, man, he sounded terrible. And then Doc, I was watching something recently. Oh God, now it's gonna kill me because I can't remember who said it. They were talking about Gino's mom being a worker. What? Yeah, like like she, like she. Remember the Dark Side of the Ring, Gino Hernandez is what I'm talking about. They, um, God, was it Dutch? I don't remember who said it. Somebody in the wrestling business. They were saying how like she. She came, they trying to make her look like a white meat baby face, but she allegedly was working them too. And I don't want to quote. I mean, what quote, did she say? I'll have to look it up. God, it'll be in my YouTube history. Cause I can't remember who said it now. And, and I'll, I'll let y'all know when I look it up, but evidently she was working people again, allegedly. I don't know that for a Everybody's fact. Everybody's just... working everybody. Everybody except for us, we don't. We don't work people. Yeah, we, just, we call it. Where do we call it? Down the middle. All right. On that note, um, Doc, it's time to rate it and hand out some Rolexes. Finally, what are we gonna rate okay. this thing? You first. Well, it's not last week for sure. Well, no, no shit. But it's not embarrassing, and it's not bad. Well, Sting was embarrassing, and Sting's <laughs> pretty terrible. And- oh. That last match kind of sucked. How? <laughs> when did Sting turn into a, a, a Latina woman howling in the backyard? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Coyote. Attacking your labadoodle. <laughs> you, can't, you can't take a Latina woman home. It's like a coyote. It's the coyote. I'm telling you, bro. You can't tame it. A coyote is gonna look at your other animal, and you think that they're safe. No, no, bitch. I eat rabbits. I eat rabbits. I'm a vicious. I'm ferocious. Okay, that's a Latina. I want its heart. I want to eat its children. A ferocious like a lion. I want its heart to eat its children, bro. What He's did no you say? He's no conqueror. <laughs> He's no conquer. Alexander the conqueror. I'm gonna take his heart out, eat his children. Bro, I was watching that pay per view with my buddy. We both looked at each other. We both looked at each other like Mike Tyson just clicked, dude. What the hell? That might be the greatest promo ever. Bro, he was talking normal. He went from zero to nine hundred inside of two milliseconds. <sighs> well, anyway, okay, rate it. back to the back to the lecture at hand. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop laughing. Yeah, right. I'm gonna give this. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give this a, a B plus. Damn, I'm gonna right. give it a B. Harper, I give it a B. I like wrestling. the last okay. match was real good. The last match was real good. Yeah, it's not that bad. It could have been I mean, there was some. There was some good matches to this. I mean, Cactus and Pillman, and and even Mr. Hughes match. and Johnny Rich. Like there was some good stuff. Arachnaman and Steve Austin. There were a lot of like good pro, good matches in this. There just were no promos. Um, but I will have to give my two toot award since Rick isn't here. 
That that's got to go to Paul. Heyman uh, dangerously's got to get it. What about you, Don? Yeah, yeah. For the I'll never put you in the position to lie. For, yeah. Whole lot of inside baseball, but at the end of the day, it was just tremendous stuff. So that's why I'm giving it to him. All right, uh, Hopper, I got to look up your information because I never remember this shit. For what? Uh, to plug your videos and life advice and relationship oh, advice. Fuck, I haven't. Yeah, that's. A, I guess it's over with. Yeah, Is let's it? just quit that. Oh, okay. I haven't got well, one see. of those in, in fucking months. Yeah, people oh. don't care about us anymore. Wow. No five well, they star listen. Review. No five star reviews. Harper can't make any money. What are we doing? Let's just every time you bring that up, that reminds me to check. And I go to And him, then he gets depressed. Yeah, and there's nothing. <laughs> it's just you know. We gotta go away so they can miss us. That's right. Not gonna miss you if you never go away. All right. Well, on that note, uh, if you want a video, shout out, Let's life advice, away. relationship advice, email Chris Hopper to Chris Hopper sixteen at Wildcat. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris Hopper sixteen Wildcat with a K at gmail.com and then PayPal and twenty bucks to CC three zero three eight eight CC at yahoo.com. If you missed any of that, it will be in the show description. On that note, Doc, anything else for a throw it to Hopper and we uh, get on out of here? Now it's sleepy time. Yeah. Boy, is it? Holy crap. All right, Hopper, hit the tagline. Let's roll, Bubba. Fuck it, bitch. Fuck it, bitch.